Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts about the series premiere of Game of Thrones House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel that has been long, long anticipated for myself and many, many other Game of Thrones fans out there. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to our show, follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter over at Film Optics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how's your weekend been, man? You've been watching some 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 hot D, as uh, George R.R. R. Martin likes to call uh, House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, um, I had my, my Game of Thrones virginity taken from me by a hot D. That's just how my weekend's gone. Last night it happened. Oh, yeah. Last night. Hey, hey, Saturday night, man. Freaky things happen on a Saturday night. I do like how he calls it Hot D. It is really funny how he calls it Hot D, because I was watching a few uh, videos, you know, prepping for everything just to make sure that I was, you know, explaining everything correctly. But um, to our listeners out there. But, yeah, it was I I didn't know that he called like he just referred it to as Hot D. I like I like Hot D, but I don't like their pronunciation of Dynasty. Dynasty. The Dynasty. The dentist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, man, uh, you've been watching some some House of Dragons. You watched some Orphan First Kill. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Watching some uh, some Sandman bonus content. Oh, that's right. I need to watch that. Um, I totally forgot. Thank you for reminding me because I was I was like I felt like there was something else I needed to watch this weekend, and I might do that later today because it's only like in our episode, but I think it's like two stories into one, something like yeah, that. One, one animated one with oh. the Sandman himself. Oh, dream. I still can't do his, <laughs> his, his accent or his dialect, the way he speaks is like, it's insane. Makes the character. Yeah, definitely. Fits the, hey, he's not Batman though. <laughs> I'm just joking, but I just thought it was funny. Neil Gaiman had told him like when they first started filming, I guess he like, had that raspiness to him and he like he stopped the camera and he's like stop trying to be batman (laughs) yeah i could see that being a line that could be crossed for sure so ladies and gentlemen out there as we stated before this is our spoiler free episode of house of the dragon the series premiere season one episode one um we don't know the name of the episode (laughs) because it was not on the screeners so i think they just want to keep that uh you know to themselves but before we begin this review i just want to thank uh hbo or warner brothers discovery for allowing us to review this for you guys you know give us uh let you guys hear our uh our spoiler free thoughts our, our initial reactions of this uh of this beloved series you know regardless it really of- could be a more a more perfect duo to cover i don't think you got you got the wily game of thrones veteran and then you got me who, who knows nothing it's the perfect perfect yin, yin and yang we cover all bases all bases. Is it yin and yang or yin and yang? Like or dynasty. dynasty. 
or dynasty. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited to uh, dive into this. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to House of the Dragon, episode one. The road ahead is uncertain, but the end is clear. We are better defended. Against him. Whomever may dare to challenge us. The threat of war looms. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power, Your Grace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our Hot D episode one review. Uh, definitely going to be calling it Hot D. If you want to call it House of the Dragon, Devin, that's that's on you. But I think I'm going to call it some Hot D. Hot yeah. D all the way. All the way. Uh, so this I'm actually going to let Devin do the series info since he's so new, since, you know, his cherry has been popped for Game of Thrones. I'm going to uh, pass it over to him so he can give the series info. K kind of like a passing of the torch within uh, uh, the heirs here. <laughs> House of the Dragon is the story of the House Targaryen set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. It has been created by Ryan J. Condal and Georgie R. R. Martin himself. The big, big George guy. The big train conductor. And it stars Patty Considine, Olivia Cook, Emma D'Arcy, and Matt Smith, the scene stealer. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Matt, Matt Smith, regardless of what happened with Venom, Matt Smith did a very good job. You mean Morbius? Oh, I I mean, it's it's all the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I his, know exactly. His dancing scene is uh, it's a great meme. Oh, my gosh. I mean, hey, he gave it his all, you know, Mr. Um, Doctor Who himself, you know. But, yeah, as I, we've mentioned before, this is spoiler free. You know, we're not going to be talking about the plot whatsoever because uh, we are um, releasing this a little bit uh, ahead of time of the series premiere since the embargo has lifted. Again, we just want to thank uh, HBO and Warner Brothers Discovery for allowing us to cover this series for you guys. We're very excited. So um, I'm just going to pass it over to Devin. You know, we're going to get into our initial reactions and then we're going to hit our final thoughts. Um, and then we're just going to hit our ratings and get the heck on on here. So uh, Devin, what are your initial reactions to Hot D episode one? Yeah, it's very, very interesting jumping into this world for the first time and just completely blind, like absolutely nothing. Like maybe some names, maybe some characters, but just no sense of anything. But this this episode does a good job of it tells a lot of story within one hour. Like there's a lot going on here and it does a pretty good job of balancing a bunch of different things. Like I said before, Matt Smith is definitely the scene stealer here. He just he's just kind of a badass in this episode. His his armor and everything is is very cool, and it's kind of a, a basic story to to start off so far. But um, it's been pretty effective at setting things up. Just kind of the basic story of who who's the heir to the to the crown, who's taken over after the king's gone. It's similar to what we saw in Northmen earlier. Um, it's always an intriguing tale when you see people fighting for for that heir, and then uh, see what kind of intrigue and and death and destruction occurs following but 
it's, I mean, everything you hear about Game of Thrones, it happens here. There's, there's blood, there's sex, there's dragons, there's incest. It, it covers it all. Like if, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you're going to like this. And for someone who hasn't watched it, it, it was pretty cool. Definitely, uh, definitely entertaining. Well said, Devin. I, I definitely agree with you uh, when it comes to uh, Hot D. Um, <laughs> this episode does a really great job of world building and does a little bit of hand holding for people who have never seen the series such as Devin. So, you know, like he said before, it is a very interesting concept coming from a seasoned veteran as myself um, versus Devin, who is a newbie to the entire world of Westeros. Um, I'm not like the biggest Game of Thrones expert in the world, but I am familiar with this world and is one of my uh, favorite worlds to revisit from time and time again. But I I really enjoyed everything about this uh, this episode. You know, it's everything that Game of Thrones fans want. Like, it's a show for longtime fans and newcomers alike. Um, the original series, uh, the DNA uh, remains intact. Uh, for this new uh, series while giving the show its own identity because it is a prequel show. And as we've seen with Better Call Saul, that did wonders. Um, But this is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, The book that it is adapted from um, it, this kind of starts like somewhere in the middle, but the entire book uh, fire and blood is like the entire like 300 year reign history of uh, the Targaryens ruling over uh, over Westeros. So this is us actually seeing the Targaryens at the height of their power. You know, with the original Game of Thrones, we only saw a few different, you know, there's a few Targaryens that are, you know, scattered around the world. But we actually get to see um, the Targaryen dynasty as a established name in Westeros this time around. And you can honestly dive into this uh, this entire series without knowing or reading any of the books. Um, obviously, you know, Devin has, I think it's gotten Devin's seal of approval on that side because I believe when we talked about Dune, you know, he had never read it before. I have was familiar with it, but for newcomers, that that movie, I think, could have done like a better job of, of you know, a little bit more handholding for newcomers. And I think House of the Dragon does that phenomenally here. Like, like Devin said, there's so much going on, you know, between just the succession, like who's going to, you know, sit on the iron throne. Like that's always the big question, but within the fire and blood of uh, the book. And of course, house of the dragon, we're definitely going to see, um, kind of like inner turmoil, more like a civil war uh, unfolding within this um, entire series. So, you know, a lot of seeds have already been planted within season one. Like Devin said, you know, Matt Smith and the rest of the cast, honestly, everyone just does a fantastic job. Uh, Matt Smith is definitely more of a uh, scene stealer here uh, this time around. And it's, you know, they're, they're giving it its all. Like, I really just enjoy how they're able to um, how they're able to give the show its own identity while connecting it to Game of Thrones. Um, there are a lot of Easter eggs for, you know, longtime uh, watchers and or listeners. Um, you know, there's there's three main houses within this entire series, and they kind of established that during the beginning. Like there's House Valerian, um, who is also another... Um, another house that came from uh, old Valyria 
um, who actually arrived to Westeros before the Targaryens did. So they are they're more one and the same. Um, I like how with the Valerians, um, they were actually able to cast them all as black actors, which is something that's really cool because they they do share the same silver hair um, traits as the Targaryens because they all came from the same place. But this is a nice way to distinct, hey, the Targaryens are, you know, Daenerys's ancestors. You know, they are, you know, the, the silver hair. Um, and technically they're supposed to have like purple eyes, but that's just in the books. But you also have House Valerian, who's also from um, Valeria or, um, yeah, old Valeria. And they also have silver hair, but to kind of distinguish them between the two, they're kind of able to, you know, show that in any more distinct way, which I found was really awesome. And it's also nice to, you know, have some, some people of color within this world. <laughs> I'm sure there's already some reviews saying that's, that's inaccurate. How dare you? I mean, it's, but like, again, like I've said this time and time again, there's so many things within game of Thrones, like even the, the main series where they had to adapt things for TV. And I think this was a fantastic way to, you know, bring people of color in here and, you know, the main houses that this entire series is going to be, you know, the original series was Starks versus Lannisters. This is going to be Targaryens, High Towers, and uh, Valerion. So those are going to be like the main three houses moving forward with this series. Um, but like I said, there's a bunch of Easter eggs as well, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I, <laughs> a little bit long winded there. I'm just very excited for this. But I'm, I am going to cut myself short. Uh, Devin, is there anything else you wanted to uh, bring up on our spoiler free review that we haven't uh, mentioned yet before we close out here? Yeah, without spoiling anything, I think this first episode. Um, it actually made jousting look cool, which I feel like is pretty rare in media. Like, I feel like usually it's just kind of this lame, like barely hitting each other, like horses not going very fast, not very intense, but this one did a good job of, uh, hyping that up and showing how deadly it can be. Other than that, so we're getting 10 episodes of this. Yeah. 10 episodes for sure. I think I heard there might be like a time jump at some point because I saw there's, there's different actresses for the two main, um, younger uh, females. Devin, you are correct. There are going to be a few time jumps within this entire uh, series. So we have Millie uh, Alcock playing Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen, uh, the young version. And then we also have Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy, right. She is playing the older version of uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen. And then we have uh, Olivia Cook playing the older version of Alison Hightower. And the younger version of Allison Hightower is played by Emily Carey. So there are going to be a few time jumps. I think it seems like it's going to be a natural progression. You know what I mean? Of, you know, they're, they're kind of like how, well, like pretty much any like media where, you know, you start them off young and then like there's going to be a time jump. I don't know if there's going to be time jumps like back and forth. Um, if so, I hope they do a great, uh, a better job than what like the witcher did you know what i mean yeah so it's like yeah especially for the first season of the witcher uh but yeah there's going to be a few time jumps i, I think it's just going to be a natural progression through time but or i'm not entirely sure i haven't seen or read any reviews implying that i do know there are some countries that are able actually to get the first three episodes uh but we're going to be getting them on a weekly basis a few days early so we're definitely going to be pumping these guys these uh these little reviews are uh, spoiler free, of course. So, but yeah, um, definitely some time jumps here and there, but I'm very excited. 
And I also just wanted to mention that I like that there's obviously, based on the name, there's more of a focus on dragons. From what I've heard, Game of Thrones didn't have a lot of dragons or variety, at least. No, it did not. So by the time the events of Game of Thrones happens, like the main series, magic is pretty much like gone from the world. So like dragons aren't really a thing during the beginning of Game of Thrones until, you know, Daenerys comes in. She has three dragon eggs that um, that eventually hatch. And then, you know, the series goes from there. But they're supposed to be around between like 14 or 17 dragons within this series. I don't know if we're going to see all like 14 uh, dragons within season one, but hopefully within season two as well, if they do green light it. But um, I do another thing I actually forgot to mention the, the dragons uh, we see there's two in the first episode um, that we see. And so that uh, it is uh, uh, princess Rhaenyra's dragon and then Damon Tar- Targaryen's dragon. So you're, you're able to see there's, there's differences between those dragons. You know, you can actually say, oh, that's Rhaenyra's dragon. Oh, that's Daemon Targaryen's dragon. And I, I like how they're able, they're, they're giving them more personality, more characteristics than they did in the original because there was three dragons in the original uh, fully grown, but they were all the same model, just like slightly variation colors of each other, but you could barely even tell unless it was like, yeah, yeah. It, it was, I mean, it was cool, but the CGI looks great as well, by the way. Like, oh my gosh, fantastic. So yeah, that pretty much concludes our um, our coverage here of season one, episode one of House of the Dragon, aka Hot D. Um, we're not going to give our ratings as of yet, because as I've stated on our She-Hulk review, uh, when it comes to TV shows, we're going to kind of wait until the series uh, finale or season finale of whatever show that we are. I'm going to be covering here on the show, but you know, we're definitely liking it um, a lot so far. At least I am. I'm hoping Devin, you know, this introduces him into a, a whole new world. So with all that said, if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what's coming up on deck, um, by the time this is out, um, I believe our um, Orphan First Kill review will be dropping very, very soon on this coming up Monday on August 22nd. Uh, we're also going to be covering Rogue One, a Star Wars story, because, you know, we're gearing up for Andor, which is very, very exciting. And of course, we have our Avatar The Last Airbender book to Earth review that will be dropping on Wednesday, the 24th of August, almost done with August, which is crazy to think about. And of course, you can now listen to our Bodies, Bodies, Bodies review, our The Sandman review as well, just name a few. So all those are available for everyone to listen to on our podcast. So we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys in the next one. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys on Dragon Back. Peace.